0: Well, welcome everybody back to our Swartz Creek Community Podcast Series and uh, excited to be back with another segment. Uh, my name is Ben Minka. I'm the superintendent of Swartz Creek Schools and I'm here with my uh, gracious co-host,
1: Adam Zettel, <laughs> from the city of Swartz Creek. <laughs> um, and uh, we also have Bob Kowalski with the Swartz Creek Kiwanis Club and Kerry Morgan with the Swartz Creek Lions. Hello. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a good conversation today about the service club's Uh, their activities and and how the community is growing with them and and look into the future. Yeah, I'm
0: excited to uh, have both of you here, and we appreciate you spending some time with us today. Uh, I know as a community how much we rely on the support of our service organizations, um, of which you both represent uh, two very prominent strong ones in our community and uh, and and you know just the inner workings that all of us are trying to come together to to help people and to serve our communities and so it's great to to talk with both of you so you know maybe uh, Bob we will start with you uh, on the Kiwanis side could you describe just maybe a little bit about the mission of what Kiwanis does. How do they, you know, interact with the community and and what types of, you know, goals do you guys lay out uh, and endeavor to do in our community?
2: Well, Kiwanis is an international organization that actually started in Detroit Mm. um, over 100 years ago. Um, It internationally... um, one of Kiwanis' big projects is called Eliminate, which uh, they're trying to eliminate uh, neonatal tetanus in third-world countries. Uh, statewide, um, Kiwanis contributes to four different children's hospitals. Um, our primary mission is to help children. Mm. Um, we locally provide three scholarships, um, that we give out every year. One is our $1,000 Kiwanis Scholarship. Then two of them are uh, memorial scholarships, the Shoemaker and Kessler. Both of those are $750. And this is kind of, uh, uh, time-wise it's good because we just, we've done real well in our fundraising and we've added three more scholarships for next year. Wow. Both a th- All three of them are $1,000 and One of them is gonna be to Mott for a Skilled Trade Scholarship. Mm -hmm. I don't think those children are well represented in scholarships. One's Mm -hmm. gonna be a Mott General Fund Scholarship, and one is gonna be for a a student that wants to go to U of M Flint. So we've been real successful in our um, fundraising, and we wanna give the money back to the community through scholarships to the kids. We also donate to the Boy Scouts. Uh, we um, we have some of our members uh, help out at head start and we donated a um, educational rug to them last year and we're also a major funder to the local food bank
0: yeah it's been neat having uh... Participated in being a part of Kiwanis myself. Um, it's been really neat to see. And Adam, I don't think you've been to. We have a big scholarship night, and Kiwanis is always, you know, center stage there, and they're they're offering uh, these scholarships. And you know, a thousand dollars means a lot to a family who's trying to pay for college. And so, uh, you're giving back to that is is really amazing. And I think it's really neat how you're trying to support kids that are staying even in the community and right. going to local, you know, communities. Schools, uh, you know, for college, which is awesome.
2: Yeah, the other um, scholarships are given that the the students, which is good, have been kind of go- have been going to top tier schools, mm-hmm. and we thought, well, you know, the other kids really aren't well represented, and we'll give it a try this year and see how it goes. That's fantastic. That's fantastic.
0: And care, uh, you know, I know you're. Uh, the The Lions Club, I'm not directly as is involved, um, but I know that I see you out at uh, different luncheons and different community events, and so maybe uh, similarly share a little bit about what you do in the community and, and how you uh, interact with uh, with the schools and and the city, and just it, you know, I know you're a big partner there, so talk a little bit about that.
3: Well, sure. Uh, the The Lions Club was founded in 1917, and uh, uh... it's uh... focus with helen keller making a challenge to the organization to uh... try to eliminate blindness hmm. and uh... so the focus was blindness for uh... many many years with leader dogs and in rochester new york we have a phenomenal place that uh... does leader dogs they provide them at no charge oh, wow. uh, for anyone that needs a leader dog and it's, a, it's just an amazing thing that they do there uh... locally it's it's kind of a funny story. I'll I'll try to be brief. But <laughs> I was a Boy Scout, and my and my father was a Boy Scout leader, also involved in the Lions Club, a founding member, and uh, I raised leader dogs for the blind as a young man in Boy Scouts, and uh, so then when my father passed away, the Lions Club wanted to do something his, in his honor, and I said I don't think he wants a bench or you know something with his name on it. He'd yeah. rather you know, do do something for the community continually. So I joined the Lions Club five years ago, or six years ago, and uh, and, and the, so we, we created a spaghetti dinner every year and uh, kind of as a living uh, testament to them, and uh, we try to earn money. We've raised over $10,000 to give to local charities. Wow. And uh, uh, nation, internationally... The Lions Club does vision, leader dogs, diabetes, hunger, childhood cancer, and the environment are their areas of focus. And locally, we've kind of taken on special needs kids, um, education and leadership for those special needs kids, Sort Creek area parks and beautification, the Historical Society, veterans' well being and suicide pre- prevention are some of the things that we've uh, kind of focused on. And uh, uh, we we give a third of our money from the Bill and Monty Morgan Spaghetti Dinner fundraiser every year to the Lions Club, uh-huh. and then a third goes to the Special Needs Department at the high school, uh-huh. and uh, for for them to distribute how they see fit. Uh-huh. And then the other third, we thought we'd give out as scholarships uh, to kind of a, a, to grants uh-huh. or scholarships to those who exemplified my mother and father's excellent community service. And uh, the first two that we gave it to, Patricia Williams, who was a grant writer for the city, Mm -hmm. and uh, Len Thomas, who's involved in many, many things, Uh they both, we don't really want it. We're going to donate it back to somebody Uh else. So we thought, my sister suggested, well, maybe we should just give it to something different, whatever needs it. Like Uh the third year we did Elms Road Park because they were renovating and then last year we did uh, the historical society, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then uh, this year the virtual learning center here mm-hmm. at the school, and uh, a third always goes to the special needs department at mm-hmm. the school. So, and we just let allow uh, uh, the department to do with what they see fit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so those are some of the things. And I could probably take up the entire twenty five, <laughs> minutes. but back off and, and let you take a. No, they gives you a little overview.
0: No, I think that's great. Um, <laughs> I I think uh, one of the things that has been amazing is the fact that uh, you have so you have well both of you both of your organizations have such a broad scope. I mean, you're trying to do so many different things, and even locally, there's there's a long list. Um, Talk a little bit about some of the challenges with volunteers. I mean, if we're being honest, uh, volunteerism is on the decline. And, you know, I'd just be interested in your take on some of the challenges you face getting people somewhat excited. Uh, You know, I know uh, in my own community and in this community where where I try and volunteer and do some things. It's difficult sometimes with my schedule. I've got young children, those types of things, so that plays a role. Um, But I also think a bigger piece to this might just be uh, the importance that maybe uh, younger generations have felt for service in these types of capacities. Are you seeing some trends like that? Is it challenging for you? You know, with all of these things you're trying to accomplish, and it's amazing, yet probably not necessarily on the top of everyone's priority list to go and volunteer or to attend some of the events that you're, that you're holding. So has that been uh, difficult? And I mean, throw it out to both of you.
2: Well, I think all service clubs are, uh, are having a challenge recruiting new members.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, this is a topic at all our conventions, meetings, nobody really has a good answer mm-hmm. um, Kiwanis, in Kiwanis, there's a misconception that we're primarily business people, mm-hmm. and that's not true. Our club is open to everybody, um, and uh, if they're interested in... We have a lot of fun. It's a good group. If they're interested in joining us, we meet Thursday morning, 7.30, at carriage Carriage House Restaurant on Miller Road. Come for one breakfast, see if you like it. If you do, join us. Mm-hmm. But we do have a lot of fun. Um, it's like having 20, 30 instant friends. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but you're right. I'll, you know, you're talk, um, you, uh, I have friends that are in the American Legion. Their membership's going down. Masons are going down. A lot of the groups are going down. Mm-hmm. So I don't, uh, the answer is I don't know what's out, uh, you know, I don't know what uh, what the answer is. Um, you can ask people to join, but you know, again, everybody's every like when I was a boy, I was in Boy Scouts. Also, you were in Boy Scouts and maybe one other thing. But now the kids are in like a four or five different things, and you know, it's just it's amazing what the kids are doing nowadays. Mm-hmm. So I think families are stretched, and um, grandparents, and the other thing too is like when you have the if you have the grandparents, the grandparents now are enlisted in helping. Oh out. sure. Whereas before the grandparents, yeah, they, you know, they did something, but not as much as grandparents do today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I would say, you know, um, if people are interested in joining, just like your group, please come try it out. If you like it, Mm -hmm. fine. If not, Mm
3: -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, we also have those challenges. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just uh, celebrated our 50th anniversary. And... uh, I read an article that was in the paper up at the fortieth anniversary, and there was like forty members then. Mm-hmm. And we have we had like ten members, and we did institute four new members at our fiftieth anniversary. Okay. And uh, we've been focusing on how can we how can we get people interested? How can we get people to join? And you're right, kids have mm-hmm. got sports, and and uh, the, the challenges are, are are immense to get the young people involved. And uh, I was uh, traveling around and visiting all the other local Lions Clubs, and uh, one club uh, is very involved with the Boy Scouts, ironically, and uh, they invite them to join as they get their Eagle Scouts Mm -hmm. or or whatever. So I thought, what a great idea to kind of partner with them, and uh, we can do it with the schools as well. Partner Mm -hmm. with the schools, you give to them, they see Mm -hmm. the impact, and then have the open invitation for them to get mm-hmm. involved and volunteer, and maybe we can get the pipeline built that way a little bit. So mm-hmm. uh, we we meet at the draft on uh, Wednesday, the first and third Wednesday of the month, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, anyone can join and, and sit in. Adam did the other day, which we thought was nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we uh, we are looking for opportunities to partner and uh, build the pipeline of membership. So uh-huh. any, any way we can.
0: You're not seeing it being difficult to, to serve on volunteer organizations, are you? I mean, you got all you know, kinds of time.
1: It's funny. Uh, <laughs> am, I, am I off the chain now to talk? Yeah, go ahead. Got a lot to say. Uh, no, the appeal of these service clubs is is tremendous, but I'm not sure everyone really understands what they are. And going, I was a Kiwanian for 12 years. Uh, last year, I did. it was the first year I didn't have my membership just due to scheduling and stuff. But uh, that's kind of into the point of what I want to discuss is it's a lot of people, it's daunting to be a member and do the weekly commitment mm-hmm. um, and to always be on call, so to speak. But maybe they're passion driven to a certain uh, feature of what a service club does. So Kiwanis uh, does the art in the park. Uh, it's that event in August at Elms Park, you know, it's an art fair, and uh, that's a fundraiser for them. And so, you know, I can if I can help out with that, I'll do it. You know, mm-hmm. I can't make the meetings every Thursday morning, but I know what they do. I know how they help kids, and there's some things I can still be engaged in to help them out. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's something we can try to appeal to a more general audience, understanding what happens. And so going back, I think, to 2006 when I first joined, um, I wasn't even sure what to expect at the first meeting. Mm-hmm. It's it's the perceptions people have are different. I thought I might go into a room with people that had like the swords and the, the hats, and <laughs> I'm not I'm not. I, that's what those clubs are that's out there. That's the Knights find. of Columbus, by the way. But, yeah, well, that's um, so. Some places there's there's hierarchies, or, or the the club is a thing, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I think when you really get, if you were to go to a Lions Club meeting, or Kiwanis Club meeting, it's just your your neighbors, your friends, your family that are just doing things in the community to help out, you know. Um, right uh and uh it's it's much more approachable from that standpoint you know they come together they have breakfast what are we doing well you know mr kitchen had a mentoring program at elm school who can go and help out you know some kids every monday oh, okay that that makes sense or help with the key club which is the high school version of kiwanis and their projects or prepare the art fair whatever it is you know so there's some very local good that's happening and a lot of it does have intrinsic value and so if you're doing something like the art fair that adds value to the community. It's great. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, by the way, they raise funds and they can do something positive with those, with scholarships, Mm -hmm. you know, for kids that are staying in the community, going to U of Flint and things like that. And so going back to that appeal, Uh, If we can get the word out there to to folks that there's these groups in the community, they're doing really good things and you can be a part of it for something specific, you know, that an event may be going on, you could participate in uh, like a UGRA tournament that might be sponsored. You don't need to be a member, just show up that day and have fun because the money goes to something positive. Uh, But if you are one of those people that's very busy, uh, whether you're in retirement or working or, or someone that's leaving high school, you can still find ways to engage without filling out a membership form Mm -hmm. and i think maybe that's the way forward for a lot of folks myself included at this point you know i can still pop into lions if there's something going on i can try to help or donate and i think with kiwanis too um and it's not something that's that should be daunting or unapproachable uh those groups have evolved a lot over time i think as an example kiwanis used to be a, a men only club correct and uh it was a big deal when the i think the first female member in swartz creek was tanya ketzler and there's was, it was tough to accept that or or whatever back in the time and now it's just very much more laid back just people having breakfast deciding how they can help out their community and so um
3: yeah we have about 50 50 women men our membership yeah, yeah. half and a half so. same here yeah. it's about yeah. half so half
1: and i half. i think that there, but some of those stigmas i think are still out there that these these groups are uh y- you know isolated and in a bubble and have rules and Uh, You know, and a structure to it that some folks might not find appealing. That's just not the case, not at all. It's very, very easy to get into and and, um, participate and have some fun. Yeah, there's
0: something that you said that actually, you know, just sparked an idea, and I don't know if this is, you know, because everybody's busy, right? And so I don't know if it makes sense to you know have graduated levels of you know maybe you're a, maybe you're a member of an organization of course I know that your organizations are very large they're national so there's there's different bylaws that you have to go by but I sometimes wonder with service organizations if there's a there's a level that where you're a member and you're really, you know, you're serving on the committees, the boards, you're really pulling a lot of the weight, um, but then there are partners, right? You know, like there's a different level where somebody like myself or Adam who, and, and I'm a member of Kiwanis, but I don't attend weekly just because of the scheduling constraints of my job, but I, I sometimes wonder if it was to say, hey, we're going to have four meetings this year that are talking about art in the park and you're as a partner you're going to be involved with art in the park and for the lions club we're going to be doing several several events for students with special needs and there are going to be five meetings this year so let's get those on the calendar ahead and then i, I wonder sometimes like you're saying adam if there is a way to say you know more project based, i can i still can be a partner of lions club but at maybe a different level than you know signing in blood not that any of you're asking for that but you know what i mean
3: I have- something to add on that note. Yeah. Uh, when we were starting to see who we should give the grants to at the Bill and Monty Morgan spaghetti dinner, uh, we decided to have a la- one of our members be a liaison for the uh, American Legion, for the uh, Women's Club, mm. and uh, the Historical Society, and so on and sure. so forth, just to see what the needs were and to see... Who was who doing things and mm-hmm. so forth, and uh, so I think along that line, I think it's there's a, a great opportunity for us to, all to network. For mm-hmm. all, we're all trying to do the same things mm-hmm. and trying to, to uh, uh, do good things in mm-hmm. the community, make a difference. And uh, so I think there's a great opportunity there for 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 networking all together. Mm-hmm. And uh, and as the younger generations come up with websites and so forth, it, and technology. The opportunity is is really there sure. to to communicate, and uh, so I think I think that's important. I was gonna uh, I was gonna one of the things that you were uh, what uh, the questions was uh, how how we can get involved together. One of those things that I would like to see is if the if the school district could provide us all with out, outlines for opportunities to. Uh, advertise Mm -hmm. in the, uh, newsletters and website and so forth. So how can how can we get our information out there through the schools? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's something I was thinking
0: of. Yeah, yeah. There are certainly uh, opportunities, I think, for uh, our, our service organizations to do some of that work. And, um, you know, I think uh, we've talked. It's difficult because you don't like to categorize groups of people, even though we do that all the time. We talk about, you know, baby boomers or Generation X or, you know, millennials or... Um, you know, but but I do think that what we what we have noticed is that um, while there are a lot of stereotypical things that you know get attributed to, to younger generations, one thing that we have seen consistently is they do care about making an impact. They do care about um, see, doing something purposeful, and I think it's really about connecting them to help them understand how they can realize that vision that they have for themselves. Because we talk with young parents all the time, and they're very Concerned about, you know, is this creating meaning either in my life or for my children? And so, I really think there's actually a natural tie for the younger generations to get connected with service clubs. It's just a matter of helping to create the conduit to make that more possible, if you will. Sure. So, um, so maybe just as we're kind of thinking about winding our time down. If both of you could maybe just give anyone who's watching this show today a little bit of an insight into maybe some future projects that are coming up in the next, you know, two to six months that people could be thinking about and, you know, maybe they could get involved and maybe how they should get involved uh, with, with you both of your clubs. Maybe, Carrie, we could start with you.
3: Okay. Uh, well... We are we are kind of singularly focused on the Bill and Monty Morgan Spaghetti Dinner Fundraiser, mm-hmm. which is the Wednesday after Hometown Days, okay. which falls on June 10th this year. And uh, uh, the uh, American Legion is going to be getting a third of the money. And of course, the uh, Special Needs Department will get mm-hmm. a third of the money and the Lions Club, a third of the money. So uh, we uh, are, are hoping to just grow this event and uh, be able to give more and more and more back to the community. So, uh anyone that can uh donate or donate time or money or door prizes, uh that's uh that's kind of our singular f- focus, but we're trying to get this thing going where it kind of runs itself a little bit mm-hmm. and and doesn't take so much effort and then uh by by uh delegating uh p- parts of the event and then we can focus on other events and sure. other other ways to, to help the community. So, um, we, we just, if anyone needs eyeglasses, we collect eyeglasses. Uh, and if anyone needs a hearing aid or needs eyeglasses that doesn't have insurance and has, uh, financial challenges, we, we provide those. Well, that's so fantastic. That's we can do, uh, all the time, ongoing. Uh, uh, and I'll let you go to Bob now, and I might be able yeah. to throw something in. And yeah,
0: in I just before we move on, um, if I were to go to the spaghetti dinner, are you going to be like in an apron and serving? Is this, is this your gig? I mean, you're actually going to be making the spaghetti,
2: right? <laughs> no, <that's>,
0: I've already <laughs> delegated that. Okay, all right, all right. I do,
3: I do wear a lot of hats, though. Okay,
2: all right, all right. <laughs> okay, well, winter time is busy for us as far as our fundraisers go. Um, Our Euchre party is on January 25th, and our limit is 100, and we almost sold out last year. We had like 92 people. That's great. Um, I don't have the specifics as far as how much it's going to be or what exact time it is, but it's the 25th at American Legion, and it should be on our website, which you can Google Swartz Creek Kiwanis, and you'll get there. The next uh, fundraiser we have, which was sold out last year, was a scrapbooking event on February 22nd. And um, for the scrapbookers that are interested, uh, I recommend you get your tickets early. Um, And then we had something last year, which was actually quite surprisingly, was quite a success, was a comedy night And that's going to be on April 17th, and it's also going to be at American Legion. Um, The interesting thing was we tried to make it kind of family-friendly last year, but you know how entertainers are. So (laughs) you can't really tell them. And um, so there was some adult material presented, so we're going to put on the tickets that adult materials presented. Mm -hmm. So you use your discretion. But it was a good time. Uh, people that went had a good time. Um, it, uh, we remarkably, I think we sold like 120 tickets last wow. year. Wow. Wow. So we're going to do it again and see how it goes. And, of course, Art in the Park in the summer is a, is a big event. Um, Doug Stevens does a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we do it along with the um, Art Guild and the Women's Club. And... Um, it's really turned out to be quite a nice event i've been i was told that um at, at at the last event i was told by several people that they feel it's the best art fair in southeastern michigan that's wow. fantastic so Excellent. it was such a success this past time oh well. well the weather was good too yeah as well mm-hmm. that always helps But other than that, and I have to say that this money that we get from our fundraisers goes into our projects fund, which we cannot access. In other words, that goes all toward kids. Mm. Um, We can't use it for any personal personal club reasons. We have to use it. It it has to go back to the kids, which we we do.
0: That's fantastic. I did have somebody ask me a question about the Euchre tournament, and... um, I can't imagine that this happened, but they, they live in Michigan, and they don't know how to play euchre. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was it's pretty taboo. So, do you have people that, could, that would come if they didn't know how to play, but they were being interested in
2: learning? Or you know, do you have, have to, have to be become honest with you, I don't know how to play either. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. wow. But I, well, that's a I, surprise. I, so, what I do is I sit at the – we have the um, silent auction, so I sit at the table – and sell the silent auction tickets. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So somebody could feasibly go
0: and get a little bit of a tutorial, although they're probably going to lose.
2: I. I mean, They'll
1: sure. Partner well, I'm up with somebody with expectations. That's maybe right. that's maybe right. you know. I don't know. Yeah.
2: That's a, that's a hard question to answer because you're you're going to have a partner and you don't know if you want to be a partner with somebody who doesn't know how to play. Oh no, you don't. It's a, it's really it. hard
0: to play defensively yeah. when you don't know who your partner is. So. Um, we appreciate uh, the work of the Lions Club and Kiwanis, and we are just very thankful to uh, to continue our partnership. I know uh, the schools, as a as a large organization in this community, um, we we would love to continue that relationship, and we are so thankful for all that you've done for our kids. And uh, so, if there are some things, as you've kind of talked through and alluded to about you know communication or uh, helping with a pipeline, uh, we do have. Many kids in our schools that you know they go through you know uh, Eagle Scouts uh, training, or we have other uh, student groups that love to um, give back and and get involved, and so we would love to be able to do that. Um, And so, any closing comments from from anybody, any any of you?
1: Well, I think you guys both have a pretty robust Facebook presence, and by Mm -hmm. that I mean the clubs do. Mm -hmm. So uh, listeners can go out there and like them, and then they'll they'll be aware of things happening periodically, and that'll be a good start. Um, And there's obviously a lot more service clubs in the community too you mentioned sure. some the the women's club um or like knights of columbus mm-hmm. and i wasn't trying to pick on them or whatever i just sure wasn't sure what to expect the first time i went to kiwana so they all do great things mm-hmm. um and it's it's one way again people can maybe become a partner mm-hmm. if they're not actually looking to do the, the membership thing and you guys are 7 30 every thursday at country carriage breakfast right. and first and third S- wednesdays
3: yep six 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 o'clock? At the draft. Yep.
1: So folks can just drop in. I've done it. And again, it's easy going. Good group of people.
3: And I wanted to mention that, uh, I'll let you mention this. This is Angie uh, Heatherton's event.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Christmas food giveaway. So that's going to be on Thursday, December 19th at noon in the Mary Craple parking lot. Um, The first 300... People will be provided a Christmas dinner so um, very very cool to see us uh, taking care of our own uh, as the holiday season rolls around so
3: and the Lions Club is looking for names of <coughs> needy families in the area we're putting together Christmas boxes in conjunction with the Lennon Lions Club and uh, needy families to, if it's a uh, say the ages of the boy or girl mother father uh, or a single member uh, head of the household uh, we provide uh uh, pr- uh boxes of food and hmm. clothes and things like that for families so fantastic twenty uh, first we 'll be putting those together so you can contact us through our website or wherever we 'll be happy to to try to accommodate that, so
0: excellent. And for anybody watching the show today, we just encourage you to reach out to our service organizations, uh, Lions, Kiwanis, as we said. There are many others, uh, even the Swartz Creek Chamber. I know is is really doing a lot more, uh, you know, specific focus on outreach in the community, and um, and that's really really important. So you had one more thing.
3: Yeah, one more thing. I'd like to add. This is uh, Kerry Morgan from the Lions Club. Uh, we had uh, given out thank you. Uh, letters framed to over 80 individuals and companies in the community who have helped us in the first five years with a bill and money wow. spaghetti dinner fundraisers. So, oh, this is a phenomenal community. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is ask, and everyone's willing to pitch in and help a good cause. Absolutely, so we're really blessed to be here in this great community, and appreciate both you, Adam, and Ben. You guys yeah. are doing a great yeah, job. Thank you. To have have all you guys.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a pleasure. It's an honor to have such a great community. So um, tune in. uh, In a few weeks, uh, we'll get back from uh, the holiday season and we'll have uh, another episode in the new year. It'll be uh, 2020 when we return, but uh, hope everybody has a fantastic holiday season.
3: (laughs) Get involved.
0: All right. Take care. All right. Thank you.